Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. This summer is just flying by. And the reason I say that is I got an update here on a story I did not so long ago. I thought to myself, oh, okay, cool. I just did the story, so I'll do a follow-up, and then I'll mention that there's a previous video. And I went and looked, and the previous video is from August. So I thought it was not so long ago. But um, several people sent me this story from Motor Biscuit, and somebody even said, Steve, you are mentioned in this story. <laughs> now, I know there's a lot of people in my audience right now who would say, Steve, you know, if I had someone call me and say, hey, you're in the papers, I'd be scared. I'd be scared. But I actually knew what this was all about because... Uh, there was an original story. I did a video on that story. The author of the original story contacted me and said, hey, Steve, I like the take that you had on the story after reading my story. Can I use clips of your video in my follow-up? And I said, absolutely. So he did that. We'll talk about that in a second. And so I was in the follow-up at that time. And now there's even another follow-up. And this is by Motor Biscuit. This is not by um, Global News Canada. But in this article, they mentioned my appearance in the video put out by Global News Canada in response to the original video. Uh, I, I know this is all a riddle wrapped in a mystery, but Hyundai steps in after dealer refuses to replace catalytic converters stolen while in service from Motor Biscuit. And this is the story where the woman brought her car into the dealership to have it worked on. While it was there, someone stole the catalytic converter. They called her to tell her that. And she said, okay, it sounds like your problem. They said, no, it's your problem. We don't, we don't take responsibility for vehicles on our lot. So what would you do if you left your vehicle for repairs and it ended up having its catalytic converter stolen? For a Hyundai owner in Ontario, that's the unfortunate situation in which they find themselves. To make matters worse, the dealer called the police on the daughter of the owner when she went in to complain. According to Global News, this catalytic converter theft wasn't the first to happen at that dealership. Another catalytic converter was stolen from a vehicle on the lot just a few months earlier. Despite the theft, the dealership had not taken any steps to beef up its security. There were no security cameras and no fences, no gates to keep intruders out. Despite their failure to protect consumers' cars, the co-owner was defiant when confronted by the latest victim of the dealership's lack of security. He heard that the Hyundai owner's daughter had been complaining to another customer about the dealership's refusal to replace the catalytic converter, and he went ballistic at the threat when she mentioned possibly getting a lawyer, and they called the police on her. These rather inconspicuous parts of the exhaust system may not look like much, but they contain rare precious metals. Harvesting those valuable metals is what catalytic converter theft has skyrocketed. In response to my last couple of videos on the topic, I actually had somebody write a really, really nasty email to me and said, Steve, there's nothing valuable in a catalytic converter. They're not worth anything. There's nothing valuable in them. They're not worth anything. I said, well, why, why are people stealing them? Because people like you keep saying there's stuff in them. <laughs> yes, I caused it. Thieves generally receive a relatively paltry $50 to $500 for each catalytic converter they contribute to the black market. Unfortunately, a replacement can cost the car owner considerably more. In this case, uh, it could be up to $3,500. And that, of course, is assuming that there's not all kinds of other damage down there, which there often is. Prices for the metals found inside the catalytic converter are climbing rapidly, and that includes platinum, palladium, and rhodium, which the guy complaining said are in such small quantities they cannot be recovered, therefore these things are worthless. That means more catalytic converter thefts and the laws designed to stop them. Until those laws prove effective, however, you can take steps yourself to prevent thieves from targeting your catalytic converter. Uh, 
But here's the deal. After Global News reported on the theft and its aftermath, Hyundai Canada acknowledged its dealership failings. So the dealership wouldn't step up, but the company, Hyundai Canada, decided to. They then had the 2010 Hyundai towed to a different dealership (laughs) where the catalytic converter and exhaust pipe were replaced. While that was going on, they provided a rental vehicle for a week for the customer And before returning the repaired vehicle, they also had the interior and exterior of her car detailed. And then on top of that, they gave her a $500 gas card. And what I like about this is they did not let the dealership that screwed up in the first place have the work. They had the vehicle taken someplace else and had the work done there. The second dealership, which is Performance Hyundai Brampton, discovered the problem that took the vehicle to Orangeville, Hyundai in the first place, and it was not a new alternator, as some people had suggested. The vehicle simply needed a new battery, a new battery. Uh, and Motor Biscuit writes, this is maybe the dealership owners should heed Detroit area lawyer Steve Lato's advice when discussing a consumer's rights. What did he say? <laughs> he said, do they not realize how bad this makes them look? You fix it at cost and you'd save yourself a bunch of embarrassment because this is absurd. But it's why it made the news. Global news. (laughs) Yes, you're watching a guy quote himself in an article from the internet that references a video where he was talking about the subject. Hyundai Canada also offered a profuse and unreserved apology to the car's owner uh, and her daughter. And also, when the gleaming and newly repaired Hyundai started smoking on its way home from the second dealership, Hyundai Canada stepped in again. They reaffirmed their intention of the vehicle repaired so that the woman could finally enjoy her vehicle and make good use of that generous $500 gift card. So apparently there's something else wrong with the vehicle. And I seem to recall that in one of the videos, she fired the vehicle up to let them hear what it sounded like missing its catalytic converter. And a whole bunch of people chimed in and said, yeah, it's also got engine problems. So it may have had a bunch of issues, but it's an older vehicle. And so I'm looking for the year here because sworn I just saw it. 2010 Hyundai Veracruz. So I've noticed a few times, and, and I'm, I'm kind of impressed, but a few times lately where because something got attention, in the media, people have stepped up and done the right thing. Now, here, the dealership didn't step up, but Hyundai did. And the reason, one of the reasons I'm sure they're inspired to do so, is that every single time people mention the dealership or this event or the vehicle, they keep saying Hyundai, Hyundai, Hyundai. And if you are the people who work at Hyundai, and you hear your name popping up in the news over and over and over again, and it's popping up with negative connotations. That's hurting the brand. And so you always assume if you're a big company and you've got dealerships that are independently owned and operated, you do what you can to make sure they're run properly. But because they're independently owned and operated, dealerships can do stupid things from time to time. And so you've got a dealership out there that is universally being slammed for not doing the right thing. And that is simply stepping up and saying, you know something? This happened on our watch while we were in possession of your car. We'll fix it. They didn't do that. The public relations here wasn't just bad for the dealership. 
It was bad for Hyundai. And Hyundai realized that. So what's it going to cost them? And as you'll remember what that nice young man from America said when quoted on Global News, do they not realize how bad this makes them look? You fix it at cost and you save yourself a bunch of embarrassment. And the cost of repairs for this vehicle to the consumer would be retail, to the dealership would be wholesale, and to the manufacturer likewise, because I'm pretty certain that that manufacturer called up some dealer and said, will you take care of this? We'll pay for it. And I, I suspect that they're not paying full boat, as they say on that. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But my point simply is that you look at the cost of the public relations in a story like this and ask yourself, was it worth it? For someone at the dealership who makes decisions to say, no, we're going to dig in our heels. It ain't our fault. Now, I've mentioned before in America, at least in Michigan, when you give your vehicle to a place to work on it and they're going to charge you to work on it. Okay, they're doing this for profit. Once it's in their possession, it becomes their responsibility. So this case would have been a slam dunk in America. I've handled cases like this. I've actually had a dealership call up my client and go, oh, someone broke into your car last night and stole your stereo. Client calls me up and goes, what, you know, what do we do now? I said, oh, let me make some phone calls because I know the attorney for the dealership. And a little while later, my client calls me and goes, hey, I just got a phone call from the dealership. They said they're going to take care of it. What did you do? I actually didn't do much on that one. I simply called up the attorney I know who represents them and said, hey, just to let you know, you might have some work coming. Because the dealership says that my client's on the hook for his stereo being stolen out of his car while it's in their possession. And now here's the thing. Some attorneys would say, good, I need the work. Some attorneys who have longtime clients like that will actually think to themselves, you know something? If I explain to them how they can resolve this without getting sued, and he can tell them, by the way, I know Steve Leto, he sues people all the time. Um, He can tell them, I'm going to save you a ton of money and explain to you that it is your responsibility to replace that guy's stereo. Sorry. And they did. So I wasn't privy to exactly what happened on that one. But later on, I called the attorney back and thanked him. (laughs) So it happens. But the weird part is that some dealerships don't get it. And a lot of companies, not just dealerships, not just car dealers, but a lot of merchants, let's just say, will sometimes know that they are in the wrong, but not care. Because they know that, well, nine times out of ten, if I tell somebody, that's your problem, go away. They'll go away. But the good news is, with modern media as it is, if your story gains traction, somehow it might get straightened out. So I got to salute Hyundai of Canada, the parent corporation of Hyundai, for stepping in and doing the right thing. They took care of the woman whose catalytic converter was stolen while it was parked on the dealership lot, But they paid for it to be fixed someplace else. And they had her car detailed. And they're going to follow up on whatever's wrong with it right now. And they gave her a $500 gift card for gas. That's like eight gallons. (laughs) Just kidding. Got to thank I, as in the letter I, the initial I, Warren Neal, and also Sean O'Shea. Sean O'Shea of Global Canada, who was the original news guy who broke this story. And then did the follow-ups on it. So there you go. And I'll put a link to my last version of this story before this all happened in the description below the video. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Ever get the feeling that sometime early in your life, there must have been a briefing that you missed? 